This is where we talk about how we grow both a powerful brand and business and life as well, because everything's connected. Welcome to Brand and Biz Bills. I'm Debbie White. I've spent 30 years in the creative advertising industry, working with Fortune 500 brands, while also being a serial entrepreneur, building several multiple six and seven figure businesses along the way. I'm talking with other powerful women to share insider secrets and insights about building your brand and business. And I don't have time for BS and fluff. You don't either. So let's get to building a powerful brand and business with some real Frank talk. Follow me on Instagram at frankly Deb so we can connect further. I'm so excited to have a guest with us today that you're going to love. And our special guest is Nicole Kramer. She is an expert sales coach. Yes. Sales. We're talking selling. Have I scared anyone yet? Are you leaning in? (laughs) This is how we make money. And yet so many people are afraid of this. So Nicole has also just done this really cool certification. Hey, Nicole, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited. Can you tell us about this? Cause I got to see your trip to New York and tell us it's pretty amazing. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty incredible. You're right. And it is something that is already a big piece of my work and it's now going to just amplify and enhance what I already get to share with my clients, which is the power of conversation. So I recently have become certified as an exactly what to say guide, which exactly means Yeah. I teach people exactly what to say so that they have more influence and impact in their conversations and essentially get the outcome that they want more often from the conversations that they are having. And that doesn't just involve sales conversations. That could be conversations in your day-to-day life, conversations anywhere in your world where you want to be more impactful and and, and influential, excuse me, influential, influential, um, with, with what you're saying. And, and the, the, I don't want to use the word trick, but the, the secret to all of it is learning how to speak directly to someone's subconscious because the subconscious is the part of the brain that's able to make decisions. So from a sales perspective, this is really valuable because we keep people out of maybe land when we, Oh, this is everything. Well, isn't that life? I don't know, whatever you want. I don't know. Maybe. Yep. Yep. And people don't want their, their conscious brain doesn't want to make a decision. They want to drag their feet. They want to use reason and logic. And you know, it's like, it, it cuts through all of that and gets right to the part of the brain that's able to make a decision. And, And the decision could be yes or no, but yes or no is going to be much more efficient than arriving at a maybe where you're kind of stuck in that, ooh, do, are they interested? Or are they not interested? You're able to get to a decision, help that person get to a decision much faster. Okay. Can we just do this with something fun? Just, to, I just want to, can we role play? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Okay. What if it's something like, okay, just mundane. I mean, we're talking about brand and business. I know, but let's just, I mean, the classic, which restaurant do you want to go to? I don't know about mm-hmm. y'all, but no matter who you're with, they're like, I don't know. I don't know. What do you want? What do you like? What mm-hmm. does it work with that? Yeah, it can work with anything. How, how would that go? I might say, well, you're saying you're the person who's asking. You have to ask a different question, right? You do. Yeah. Okay. So you're saying, how would you ask it if you're the person asking about where you want to go to dinner? Yeah. So I would probably approach it with an idea in mind mm-hmm. that you have for where you want to go. Okay. And I might ask this question. 
how open-minded are you about trying sushi tonight for dinner? Oh, well, you're going to get a yes. Instead of where do you want to go? Uh, we just asked the wrong questions. Is that really yes. what this is about? That's 100, Deb, it's 100% what it's about. So here's the thing. Okay, listen okay. to this. Questions start conversations. Conversations lead to relationships. Relationships lead to opportunities and opportunities lead to action. So starting action. Yeah. And we want people to take action, right? It's like, um, buy our stuff, right? Yes. Yes. Buy our stuff. If it's business related, if it's, if it's your spouse and your spouse (laughs) said, Hey, I'm going to talk to my mother about the plans that she has for Easter. Mm -hmm. And maybe you haven't heard an update from your husband yet. You might say to him, I'm guessing you haven't gotten around to talking to your mother yet. Not from a judgmental or accusatory space, but more just you're giving him an out. You're, mm. you're, you're letting him save face because maybe he hasn't. Right. And one of two things is going to happen with his answer. He's going to say, oh, shoot, you're right. Let me reach out to her now. Or he's going to say, oh, no, I did talk to her. I forgot to tell you. She said dinner starts at two. Okay. So we're, we're using that phrase to help focus on most important piece, which is the person taking action. And what we want them to focus on is the fact that they said they would take the action, right? So, so people want to be, um, in integrity with something that they said that they were going to do. So it's a gentle, gentle nudge from you saying, Hey, I'm guessing you haven't gotten around to that yet. And, and, and the yet is really important because again, you're giving them an out, like you haven't gotten around to it yet. And it's, it's like a, Hey, just a quick reminder. You said you would do this thing. And yeah. either in that moment, they did do it and they get to report back to you. Oh no, I did do it. Or okay. they're going to say, Oh shoot, you're right. I'm going to go do it right now. And it focuses them on go take the action that you said you're going to take. So I want to add, this is something we've actually talked about. So my dad is also a, a, an expert in sales. Yes. Uh, he worked in the plastics industry for years and years. And we talked about that. And he well, always told I me bonded very early on was like yeah. stories about your dad and what an expert yeah. salesperson he was. And yeah. of course I nerded out on all that. Cause I love it. And he told me, I said, dad, what's the secret? Cause I grew up thinking I'm terrible at sales. We'll come to find out I'm actually pretty good at it, but this is, we're going to dig into this word sales. Cause it has a bad connotation and it's not. And I know you believe this. What is sales? Selling is selling is serving. Serving. That's right. Selling and he said, serving. you know, it's all about psychology mm-hmm. and listening. That's yep. what he told me. Because that's the secret. Yep. So and another way I like take- to say it, selling is earning the right to make a recommendation. That's and so you want to earn the right by listening. You know, we, we just did this activity this morning in my in my group. I have a group coaching program and you know, we went back to the basics of selling and I had them essentially sell this pen to me, which is oh, the actual exercise that I had, the, but, but most people know the, the, sell okay. this pen. and you know, when you're new to selling, cause I did this, I did this with the sell this pen exercise. I said, here's this pen and it does this and this and this. And I started talking about all the features and I tried to wow. sell AKA push the pen on somebody. And I saw the women in my program this morning when we were doing this exercise, doing that. And one of them said, you know, I think it would be helpful if I actually asked questions, if that's something that they actually want. I said, boom, there we go. And that's really what you're doing is you're, you're gaining context. Okay. So let me guess, like if I was to sell you a pen and I've not done this exercise with you, I've got this pen. 
I would start saying, um, do you like to write? Are you a writer? Do you mm-hmm. like, do you have a favorite pen that you'd like to write with? Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. I do. I actually always order this one type. I'm like, okay, I have this type that I love and it's like, has a flow to it. It's yeah. like, I feel like I'm not even right. It just moves on the page. Yeah. And I might There's say something wow, about tell me how feel. that feels when you're writing with that pen. It feels like freedom on the page. Like, would you like to try and see how this feels? Is yeah, that more think, in alignment? How would I go? Yeah. What would my grade be? Yeah, I, 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 that's exactly. I mean, I think you gaining context for what that person wants in a pen. Well, first of all, do they even use a pen? Yeah. Do you like to write? Do you even use a you pen? like to write? Let's start I, there. No, I do everything on the, I don't even touch a pen. Mm-hmm. Well, cause here's the thing. And you brought up the word and I'm going to say it here because I think it's very much fitting for what we're talking about. The word salesy. sales, sales, trying to tell or, or sell something to somebody by, by making it about what you want. Like here's this pen and you should buy it because it's gel ink and it's, it's so easy to write with. And you, well, you're trying to sell them on what you think they want and need without asking them what they think they want and need. That's being salesy because that's about your agenda. That's about what you are trying to accomplish instead of really being in a consultative situation where you're finding out what do you like about, do you use pens? What do you like about them? What's the, the best pen you've ever written with? What did that feel like? What kind of ink were you using? Let me find out and gain some context about what you might be looking for. And I'll see if I have something that would match that or fit that. That's what I just realized I didn't do is do more digging and then make a recommendation. I know that you teach that. Yep. That's what you're earning the right to do is, oh, based on, because here's the thing, then you're not, anything you're saying and suggesting is not based on what you want. It's based on what they said. So based on the fact that you said you really like gel pens that click, that you don't have to remove a cap, that you can just click with your thumb to start writing. I would love to show you this pen that I think would really be interesting to you. And and it, because it, it based on the fact that you said, right. They were the ones who said what they wanted Ah. recommendation that fits right into what their words told you. Again, you're listening for their words. That's something, this is so cool. And we've talked about this. You've got branding and marketing and sales. Mm -hmm. You can't, you got to have them both. You got to have them both. And you and I both teach this way is it's all about them. It's actually not about you at all. Nope. And when I'm, I review content and look at things and people want my feedback. I'm like, first of all, and I call that belly button gazing. They're just like mm-hmm. sitting down going, yeah, I'm a belly button. I'm down here checking it. How y'all doing? Belly buttons doing good. It's like, it's just all about them. It's like, yeah. none of that content was for your audience. None of it. Yeah. Yep. And, and that's the thing. It's like when you're making it about you, cause again, I'm going to use the word salesy. So many people are like, yeah. I don't want to feel salesy. I'm like, well, you're making this all about how you feel. That is salesy. That is salesy. Right. What about the person who's out there in pain and and whatever problem you solve for people, it may not be, you know, physical pain. It could be any kind of pain, but, but essentially we're all solving a problem that has some kind of pain point associated with it. Right. Whether it's a product or a service that you sell, it doesn't matter. You're solving somebody's pain Island problem and they want to get to pleasure Island. And when you're so busy worrying about how you, I don't want to feel salesy. I don't want to feel pushy. Well, what about that person who's out there in pain, who's waiting for the solution, who doesn't know where to turn to because they haven't found you yet. You know, I like to, that Michael Buble song. I just haven't met her yet. I I, I like to think that about, you know, any of our clients, it's like, you just haven't met them yet. 
Right. Why don't they know about you? Where can you get more visible? Because there's somebody in pain who needs what you have. And when you're sitting around being so worried about how you feel, because somebody might not want what you have, then you're not actually focused on the true thing that made you want to start this business to begin with, which is the person who needs you. You're so focused on the person who doesn't want or need what you have. And that's where you're stuck in this, but they might think poorly of me because they might think I'm pushy. Well, they also might not need what you have, but what about the person who does, who's waiting for a leader to show up in their world and show them the solution they've been waiting for? Absolutely. Um, You know, this comes up a lot. This, this, those very words, I don't want to seem salesy. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be a tacky sale. And just Mm -hmm. to kind of recap what you said, when you're showing up and just talking about what you're doing, that is salesy actually. Cause you're making it about you great sales. You don't even know they're selling <laughs> because you're just, like you said, it's you're developing a relationship. You're earning trust. I mean, that's why marketing is the same thing. Yep. Oh, and marketing is sales by the way. Totally. It's all <laughs> one of the same, right? I mean, and it, I think people think sales is that call to action And then you have like a sales call or a sales final email. That's the part I don't like. Mm -hmm. That's what they'll say. They make it about it's a transaction and sales is relational, not transactional, right? No. No. And when you are focused on what you want to get out of it and you're not listening to the other person, then to your point, you are being salesy because you're not actually finding out what they want. And what I like to say at this point is, People don't like to be sold to, but they love to buy. And what you just said is really important that everybody heard when you're really effectively selling, mm-hmm. you don't even, the person doesn't even know no. because they are having a buying experience that they are enjoying because mm-hmm. it's focused on them and their needs versus you coming in trying to sell it's about you and your needs and your agenda and you're not actually taking the time to gain context and get context and get to know that person so we need to remember people love to buy yes they do here's why people do things for their reasons not yours and when they are choosing to buy it's their choice that feels very empowering for people i'm making a decision that i want this service or product but when you're trying to sell then it's about what you want And it doesn't feel like they are making the decision. Exactly. Yeah. This isn't, you know, obviously I think it goes without saying this isn't like us standing on the corner with one of those flip signs. I mean, that is not what we do. And it it really becomes fun when you realize I get to help. And I love the, I love the language I get to, I know you do too. Mm -hmm. I get to help people. um, Really again, I get to help people get the very thing that they desire that they want, you know, yeah. my expertise is in marketing, branding, your expertise is in sales. They go together yep. and the philosophies are very much the same. Some of the execution style is different, mm-hmm. but it's all, I mean, it's all about understanding your client. That's you ask a lot of questions, your audience, mm-hmm. same thing, same thing. Yep. Yep. And, um, and helping them guiding them offering. I love the suggestions. You know, it made me think of, if I look back, I'm sure we've all had an experience where maybe you went shopping for yourself at some point and 
I don't know if it was for makeup, shoes, a coat, I don't care, but somewhere along the way, you probably went shopping and someone was so helpful and really took an interest in how it looked on you or how the makeup worked on your skin. And they spent a lot of time with you and you're like, they were so helpful. Mm-hmm. And then you come home with like all these bags. It's more, like, but they were probably so helpful. More, probably more than you planned on spending. Way more. Mm-hmm. Yep. So much more, but they were so helpful. Yep. Yeah. You know, and it was like, that's, it didn't feel like they weren't pushing anything on me. I'm like, I love this. I love this. Makes me feel yes, please. Thank the you so much. Experience that the person Yes, please. I will happily. Here's my card. I'm so happy. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Well, and it's, you know, it's, it, I'm going to just name drop here. It's one of the reasons why I'm such a Nordstrom fan because oh, I was thinking of Nordstrom, right? Their experience yeah. of shopping there is so comprehensive and full service that I yeah. just feel taken care of. It's like, I, I love going there. I've actually worked on their advertising. In fact, um, yeah, uh, that's in Seattle where I used to live and the experience I was thinking about, I actually got a personal shopper. It's a phenomenal experience Love and I've it. done it a couple of times and it depends on your personal shopper, but I got this one, one time who really went the extra mile for me. Mm-hmm. She really did. She asked more questions like, Oh, you're a creative director. Like, I don't want to look like a banker in these meetings. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I want to like you know, it's like a thing. Like, I don't really like dresses. Like I don't want it, but I want to feel like she pulled so many. I mean, I walked out with so much clothes. I could not believe how much money I dropped with this giant, like garment bag. I'm like, Oh my God, but she was so awesome. And it made me feel so great. Yeah. And it was an experience. It wasn't transactional. Yep. She didn't push one thing on me. Yep. I still remember the red shoes I did not buy and should have. Ooh. <laughs> see, you know, she's like, here's how you really kick up this look as some these red shoes. I'm like, oh yeah, I know. Every woman should have a great pair of red shoes, right? Red heels. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it's the it, well, it's what and you heard me say this the other day, and I think this is really important too. It's about creating a come with me experience, not a look at me experience. There you go. Right. Step closer into my world. And, and that's why I like to remind people sales isn't transactional sales is a process. And that's why branding and marketing and sales are all one and the same, because it's all part of the same process. Come further, come further, come further, come along, come along. Right. Right. It's like all these little mini, uh, micro commitments. So when you finally get yes, when the transaction actually happens, that's not when the sale happened, the sale happened the yeah. entire time that somebody was having the experience and how they felt people will not remember what you said or did. They will remember how you made them feel. Exactly. And that feeling is what people buy with people buy with feeling and emotion. And they that's do. what you're creating is a buying experience. And sometimes that means we have to be more patient than it feels like we can or want to be right. Because we're planting seeds. We can't always want the quick sale. It can't always be about, let me close the deal right here. You know, those, those rarely happen by the way. And um, there's an average, I think it's, and, and it's, you know, it depends on where you pull the information anywhere from 16 to 18 touches yep. by the time someone's finally ready to say yes, depending on the product and everything service, but it's a journey. Yep. And people do. I mean, I'll have clients go, I've been doing all these social media posts on, you know, Instagram or Facebook. And why am I not getting any sales? Mm-hmm. And there's so many aspects to that. There's so many right. aspects to look at, but one of them is, first of all, are you asking for the sale? That's something. Number one question. About. Are you asking, are you asking for the sale? 
Because they'll say things like, check out my website. I'm like, that's not asking for a sale, by the way. And then how long has someone, you know, gotten to see you, understand you? Maybe you had a a video a couple days ago that got 3000 views. That's awesome. Someone just met you. Mm -hmm. So you better be consistent over the next 16 to 18 touches. If you want someone from that, right. It's not overnight, right? It's It's not overnight and it can't be a passive thing. Like I I asked the same point. I have clients coming. They're like, I haven't made a sale, but I'm, I'm posting all the time and I'm putting calls to action. It's very easy to scroll past a call to action. It's not easy to ignore a personal reach out, a Mm. personal conversation that somebody has started with you, which is the heart of that's why I teach conversations. That's why I teach exactly what to say. Mm. You can't ignore, you're going to have a harder time ignoring a personal connection that somebody has made. I'm not saying social media posts aren't great. I'm not saying that calls to action aren't necessary. All of that needs to be a part of it. And it needs to be a part of your comprehensive approach. It can't just be a call to action. Go to my website. Somebody can ignore that. Somebody cannot take action on that. And that's, right. that's exactly what they're, it's like driving by a billboard when you're on the, on the road, you can drive right by it. You might see it, but you might not take action on it. Right. right. It should still be there. It brings it to somebody's attention, but there's a relationship aspect to sales that is so, so important. And that personal touch can never be underestimated how, how impactful it is. Absolutely. Um, I have so many questions for you. Oh my gosh. I know. I knew this was going to fly like nobody's business is like flying by. Um, I just want to ask you a couple things for our our listeners out there. There's so much, um, that I wanted to get into first of all. Well, let me ask you this. Nicole is sitting in an Airbnb and I know this is for a reason. Um, she and I have something in common, uh, big adventurers. Uh, you have been traveling around the United States uh, free and easy, just staying in Airbnbs for how long now? Since I took off last August. So I'm just a couple months behind you You around the same time. We started planning for our adventures at the exact same time. Yeah, we, we, exactly. I I know. And so you're kind of landing in Nashville. I am. I've landed in Nashville for now. And which was always kind of my waypoint. I wanted to check it out and just you know, being on my own journey and then seeing yours and being inspired by yours and even being with you in Mexico and the place where you landed was, was epic, you know, just part of the manifestation of what we, what we dreamt up just there's, I know we could talk for hours about this stuff. Cause then there's the whole mindset piece and their whole, you know, having a business that gives you this kind of freedom Mm -hmm. and that I know you like me want this for everyone. Like you really can do this. You really can. Yep. Yeah. Um, Freedom might not be traveling the world like you and I have done. Freedom could be a lot of different, it's whatever your personal definition is. The bottom line is whatever freedom you desire is possible for you. And that's really the message that I want people to see from my adventures. And I'm sure you do too, from yours, it might not look like mine, but whatever yours looks like is possible for you. Absolutely. It absolutely is. Um, one last question. I want to keep asking you questions. Um, so overall, what would you say is the biggest takeaway you want people to understand that might be new to you when it comes to sales for their business, right? For these are women entrepreneurs out there. What's the number one thing you want that takeaway to be? Oh gosh, there's so many. I know. For sure, the power of conversation, keeping it simple. I think we as women make it so much more difficult than it needs 
We do. B, and I'm sure you see this in your programs too, right? Like people invest to be in our programs and then because they've made a significant investment, it's almost like they feel like they need to make the process harder than it actually is. And I'm like, th those, th th those are mutually exclusive, right? Yeah. It doesn't have to be hard because you've invested a certain amount or it feels hard to you. Mm -hmm. And so I think keeping it simple. And, and for me, it's like the power of a conversation is really what sales is all about. And then yeah. being interested and curious in the other person. And then I think because we're speaking to women um, and we don't need to, this is such a charged topic. We don't need to jump into it right now, but the money piece is a big part of why. Oh, it's a big one. I would love to have you come back actually and really get into the money piece. It's very, very big. Really? Um, we spend a lot of time talking about this, everything from worthiness and pricing huge. Yep. Most yep. of you women are not charging enough. Yep. I know this. Yep. I see it all the time. All the time. And, um, and just even taking money and like being okay with that, that it's a whole thing. The whole and, thing. and, and we should, we should do a whole topic on it yeah, we should. Of, of service to so many. And, and I don't think the money, you know, the money work that we all have to do ever stops. It's like working out yeah. your physical body. It doesn't stop. You always want to be working on that. Um, the one question I'll ask that I'll throw in about money. Cause I, I think this is really important for women to hear Yeah, who benefits when you're broke, right? Everybody wants to keep them like, Oh, I don't know. How could I possibly receive money for this? How, who benefits when you're broke? And who benefits from you having money? Ask yourself those questions. Like, how does the world yeah. benefit when you're broke? Mm. How is the world going to benefit when you have money? And that's part of stepping into your worthiness of why you should receive for these beautiful gifts and talents and ex experiences, like everything that you were born with or have experienced in your life that has led you to this point to want to share what you have with the world. Yeah. You receiving for that allows you to do more of that and allows the world to become a better place because of it. And if you think for a second about what you would do with more money, I'm sure you're a lot like me. You're like, oh my God, I would help more people that I know. I would donate more to charity. I would That's live a better funny. life myself. I would travel more. I would, you know, it's like, I would go to Nordstrom shopping experiences. More I know, <laughs> right. It's like the whole world benefits when you have more money. It's true. There's so yeah. much more you can do. There's so yeah. much more you can do. Yeah. 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 And money is energy. We could really go there. I mean, I love thinking that way. It's an exchange. It's not this, it, we just have funny ideas about, and it's just how we're all raised. Most of us, yeah. most of us, not all of us. Yeah. It's not necessarily our fault. I don't like talking the blame game, but it's just, it's our conditioning and society. Yeah. It's how we were well, raised and people did the best that they, that they knew how to do with us. Like when somebody was yeah. telling you money doesn't grow on trees, they weren't saying that to like damage you for the rest of your life. And you're no, not, they were told the same thing and yeah, the mentality all... that, that you grew up with. And now it's your choice mm -hmm. to choose differently. Yeah. You know, yeah. the, the beliefs that maybe you've held for a long time don't have to be your beliefs anymore. And you get to choose that. It doesn't mean it's easy to create new ones. It takes work, but oh, what an amazing life you can create for yourself when you really intentionally question your beliefs and start to create new ones for yourself that support the life you're trying to live. That is where we need to like pick up for the next one. Yes to that hundred percent. And I know both of us do the same work, mm -hmm. Nicole. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. And for all of our listeners, where can people follow you? Yes, they can, can they find, find you. Me. Yeah, they can find me on a couple of places. I am on Instagram all the time. My handle is the Nicole Kramer. Funny, quick story. There were a couple of other Nicole Kramers on Instagram. So I was like, well, they have my same name, but I'm the Nicole Kramer. And then I was like, <laughs> that's it. That's going to be my Instagram that's handle. It. So 
I am at the Nicole Kramer on Instagram. And then I also have a Facebook group for women um, who are in the health and wellness space. And it is called Nicole Sales Superstars. And um, yeah, those are the two places that I spend the most time. And I also have a podcast. Would love for people to check it out. It's it's called Healthy Steps with Nicole. Has all kinds of sales and money mindset uh, topics on there. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. It's so great to have you. And thank I will be talking to you here. soon. Yes. Thank you, Deb. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Brandon Bills with your host, Debbie White. Visit franklydeb.com where you can connect with us and join our free Facebook community where all the brand action happens. And I love hanging out on Instagram. So follow me there at frankly deb and join us next time for another episode of brand and biz bills let's get real on women growing powerful brands <laughs>